Hello, my name is Monica Tews, and here's episode two of the Bigfoot Learning Podcast. This episode has the first guest of the podcast with Brandon Culpepper. I've known Culpepper for the past couple of years through working with Pep Nation Sports Leadership Camps, providing youth participants in the Milwaukee area life skills and mentorship through athletics such as rugby, lacrosse, basketball, amongst other sports. I have learned much from Culpepper over the years, so I decided only to highlight one of those lessons in the interview for the episode. And now, for the actual episode interview itself. Welcome everyone to episode of Bigfoot Learning Podcast, where instead of focusing on the fictional character of Bigfoot, we are focusing on learning through self-reflection and one today we have guest Mr. Brandon Culpepper thank you for joining today and the reason I have you joining us today is Culpepper is one of my the personal Bigfoots in my life and one of those there are many different lessons and takeaways that I've been able to embody after meeting you and one of the ones that I wanted to highlight before we get into uh, into questions more about you and your Bigfoot is that I know one of the things I take away is you know making different connections with people and making the most of different opportunities and I know in certain situations just through working and knowing with you for the different sports camps with uh, when there was we coach organization that was there and then even like with the 500 stars I would kind of notice during it that I'd have a little voice in my head for when I'm like okay here's a person I could potentially talk to make connections and hopefully down the line maybe be able to learn from them and then also maybe they have a project going on and be able to help with and different matters like that I would have you a little bit in my mind of it go up and talk to them make those connections and so wanted to check with you is that something that you've just been able to do naturally through your life or have you kind of ha- learned that in uh, various ways uh, well, throughout your own life? You know, first of all, thanks for allowing me to be a part of the Bigfoot. Uh, you know, it's a pleasure uh, working with you and, and uh, really watching you grow and blossom. You know, and, and when talking about the ability to to be able to step out of your comfort zone, I think that's something that we all practice on. That's something that I, um, you know, I work on each and every day. It's it's not, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, many people have the perception that it's just, for some people, it just comes naturally. You know, and, and I don't think it's, it's that it comes naturally. I think it's the willingness to uh, uh, be vulnerable and be comfortable being vulnerable isn't isn't easy for anyone so um you know i've um definitely uh, 
grown with my ability to be able to uh, put myself in uncomfortable situations, uh, uh, knowing that there's a, you know, uh, a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but that's, again, that's not, not easy for anyone. I think that, you know, technically it probably started to my mother and my father uh, introduced to me and keeping me involved in a lot of different programs, uh, which, you know, I was, you know, alone and I was, you know, somewhat, uh, vulnerable, uh, and then you know, figuring out how to navigate through that, I think just comes from you know uh, my mother not never uh, you know being afraid to to ask questions, and and so that's that's where I am. But I'm 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 just as nervous as as anyone else when it comes to you know that introduction, when it comes to you know uh, having uh, individuals depending on you and making sure that you don't drop the ball. Well, that's rather comforting to know because at least you mentioned about, you know, practicing with that. And at least from an outsider's perspective, you do a really good job with that of having it looked um, at least um, you can't see those nerves, even though now uh, it sounds that, you know, when you still encounter those situations, still sort of have those nerves in the background but kind of just working up to you know use that as uh you know working to overcome that and just power through pretty much so being motivated you know it's if you want something you're going to be willing to put yourself out there it's just how bad do you want and again it's uh it's uncomfortable but that's that's what it takes you know in order to be successful you have to push yourself uh creating relationships is, is no different well that's cool to hear i know i've been trying i try my best to keep putting myself in those different opportunities and practice on that like you kind of mentioned so uh with that then I'll definitely that's something I'll keep in mind knowing that you know person who makes it look fairly easy is still working on it themselves so um um so that definitely keeps things in perspective but I'll put it that way all right um well cool well with that then we can get into first core question for the podcast is who is an example of a personal Bigfoot in your life where they came into life left a good impression and then you kind of are using the lessons that they gave either those were negative or positive lessons in your life today and you can do one or two I won't necessarily limit you to one if you want. So no worries, no worries. You know, I, I um, you know, um, there, and I can generalize it too because they, you know, I was in a lot of programs that um, you know uh, allow access to many, you know, young professionals, uh, you know, in, in in different industries from different backgrounds, uh, and so you know, I would say that that program was really more of a Bigfoot for me, and that was the Youth uh, youth Leadership Academy uh, as a young man. So you're talking about 
um, you know, being 12, 13 years old, you know, uh, going to Marquette University every day in the summer, uh, you know, being there on the uh, weekends during the school year with, you know, uh, 200 some odd kids. But the professionals that they brought in to speak to us, you know, they were the big, big plus because they, you know, provided examples of individuals that I had never met before. So that, that program was a big put, um, you know, because it, it, it was designed to fill the gap for young African-American males in particular and, you know, presenting, uh, you know, pathways to success, whether that be, you know, an entrepreneur, owning your own business, whether that be edu education, uh, the founder of that organization has, has since passed, uh, but but you know I would also say that he was a big foot because you know uh, we all have dreams and aspirations of what we want yeah. to accomplish, uh, and you know adults you know at least for me as a child you know looking at an adult and them having the things that you know I like you know whether it be cars or clothes or you know. Uh, accessible cash or, or traveling and things of that nature. So, you know, having that exposure to the, all those men uh, and women, you know, uh, were big steps for me because they, you know, again, presented um, a perspective that, that uh, wasn't necessarily in my household. Uh, you know, I got a chance to uh, speak with and meet with a lot of young guys who, know we're in college or about to graduate from college and uh and i know that had an impression in my life you know a greater you know I, I mean as a young man i knew i was going to be an entrepreneur i started my own law service so you know i would say that uh for the other person i would say it'd be my mother uh, uh simply because of her her effort and you know willingness to do what was necessary to support the family uh and she you know she also ran for uh, a couple positions in her union uh, at A.O. Smith. So seeing her do those things and as we you know, work on the property that I grew up in and I'm finding all of these, you know, uh, memorabilia, if you will, uh, from when she was running, like pins that said Culpepper, Culpepper, and posters and things of that nature that she had. You know, she, she didn't know at the time, but she was doing things you know, from a marketing and a PR perspective that people go to school for, you know, but those things came very naturally to her. And, and again, willingness to put herself out there, uh, uh, be uncomfortable, you know, you're in a, a workplace with, you know, I would say probably 90% male dominant, you know, 10% women worked at A.L. Smith. I would say, it, it, I could probably guarantee that, um, you know, from, from when she, when she worked there. So, you know, um, that, you know, that she impressed me each and every day, you know, uh, because there was never uh, an excuse when it came to working. It was only when, where, how, and why, you know, and, and uh, actually doing it. So uh, I would say the Youth Leadership Academy as a child, as well as my mother, probably some of the, the biggest uh, uh, Bigfoot uh, impressions that I had as a child. Very good. Well, especially with your mother, it sounds like with her hard work ethic and, you know, family focus that that were some of the key lessons and with the Youth Academy being able to, you know, expose you to different opportunities and people who 
are in various professional roles and such. And since for if you had to choose like one main takeaway, since it sounds like with the Youth Academy sounds like they left a lot of impressions on your mind, what would be one lesson that kind of sticks out the most to you? You know, I think you know, we would have all these different creeds and mantras that we would use. And one in particular is one that I use for, we use for Pep Nation. You know, as you once were, we are now, as you are now, we someday will be. So I was repeating that as a child, you know. And so I would say that that probably had the biggest impression on me because it's saying like, you know, when I look at an adult, when I look at things that they've accomplished, a human being, someone with two eyes, two ears, you know, you know, a nose, lips, et cetera, just like I, you know, it gives, it put it in perspective that there's nothing that I can't do that this person has did. They were once a child, they bleed just like I do, you know, and we all have, um, you know, naturally some of us are smarter, you know, in other ways than others. Um, but what stays consistent is, uh, you know, the ability to uh, work and have work ethic and, and never give up. So um, I would say that that was the biggest impression is, uh, as you was where we are now. Just put in perspective for me as a, as a young man that, you know, um, those who I admired were just like me as a child, you know, and then going to try to understand furthermore is as you are now, we someday will be, is okay, what do I have to do to to be where you are, to follow in your footsteps, to to be a reflection of, of you as an as an adult. And uh yeah, I'll never forget that. And and you know, that's why we um, you know, a lot of our practices in Pet Nation mirror what, what I learned as a child. Very true. Yeah, that's definitely a very powerful mantra and you know and something that you've been able to carry over with you um, is very good to see with working with the youth participants in the local Milwaukee area and then even anybody you're pretty much working with and so um, that uh, I know with work using that for different sites, um, whether it's a school or a park for Pep Nation side of things, that, yeah, being able to then carry over that to them to kind of be able to look forward at the youth development mentors that are out there as coaches trying to help them out for uh, – with the flag rugby, but then what's at large with the life skills that they can learn through athletics. So very cool. Uh, it's great hearing kind of the past and the history behind that mantra. So thank you for sharing that. No worries. No worries. All right. Well, now kind of transitioning from personal Bigfoots from your life what are some Bigfoots that you've had that are more farther away from you in a way that they could be like a celebrity or someone maybe famous or maybe like a high profile that 
you have may not have had the opportunity to learn from in person per se but maybe you learn more from what they wrote and what they kind of have as videos and stuff a little bit farther away that you still took to heart you know, I mean, there, I thought about that question for a while, and, and there are many examples of, you know, this, not so much fictional, but these, 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 these uh, individuals that seem, you know, somewhat far-fetched or seem far removed, you know, naturally growing up as a child, it was, you know, that was the Michael Jordan of the world, you know, for us, uh, most of the little kids and, and myself, you know, everyone wants to be like Mike. And, you know, uh, for me, like, you know, from business, I've always admired and did my best to follow in the footsteps of those who come before me. So, um, you know, whether that be, you know, Bob Johnson, learning, just learning and reading about these individuals who, you know, have been very successful, um, you know, uh, uh, and, and and surprisingly, now that I think about it, many of these guys actually did get a chance to meet. So even though they were kind of far-fetched as a child, you know, I got a chance to spend time and really interact with them, um, you know, as, as a young man. And, and so that's, that's cool. Uh, you know, but I could not put one, one like, you know, uh, main celebrity i think that i that i could that i could or or someone that's that's recognized you know in the in the media whether from the past or present and i'm like wow that's you know that's the big foot that i that i that the footprint that i want to feel you know um but i think that you know many of the individuals that you know i've seen and admired in my past you know it may not be um, everything about them, but there there may be certain components of their life that I that I really appreciate. You know, there was, uh, you know, although it was you know somewhat fictional, you know, when I would watch you know the Cosby Show as a kid, you know, I really admire seeing that family atmosphere, seeing these two successful, you know, uh, 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 you know, parents raise you know these young people and see them off to college that was you know really an inspiration to me you know whether it be like you know martin luther king and marcus garvey and some of these you know uh, uh trailblazers when it came to you know the rights and the wealth and understanding of you know uh, you know the black civilization and where we come from and our and, in our path to our future you know all those all those malcolm x you know all those individuals you know they spoke so profound and they saw things that we necessarily don't see in our lives you know so i i, uh, I, I think thank you. I, I i i am very very thankful to to have you know i've had those experiences still continue to seek you know that knowledge and understanding thank you of uh that knowledge and understanding of uh, you know, individuals that 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 I may not be able to see every day, you know, but they're all. Um, I think each and every day. Thank you. Each and every day, I am encouraged and, and admired. Uh, uh, you know, many businessmen and women who you know have been trailblazers and and really just uh, you know set the world on fire. 
I mean, I even think look at um, you know the guy Mike Zuckerberg and and how he started something from nothing, and you know now this guy you know really uh, he and his company controls you know social media from from. I mean, I mean, they really do, you know, they're influencing the world. Um, so, you know, those things I admire about him. I don't know much about his personal life, but I think that, you know, the fact that he was able to get out and get it done, I admire the most. Well, it sounds that you try to just kind of take general not general lessons, but kind of just, you know, the knowledge that you kind of try to seek from others isn't necessarily confined to one specific area. And so uh, anywhere you can kind of learn and gain more understanding seems to be what you tend to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I try to be a good listener. I try to be aware of, of my surroundings and what's going on in, you know, where I, where I live and my environment. Um, you know, naturally I don't always get it right, but I am always looking. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it, again, it's back to that as you was where we are now, you know, if there's something that I admire and I like about a person, I'm going to say, how do they get there? And how can I do it? Mm -hmm. what's, what's, what is, you know, feasible, what's obtainable, uh, what can I do to achieve the same practices as these individuals did so I can have a similar or, you know, parallel outcome? Kind of a little bit of uh, never stop learning mindset, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. it is a nice stop. And then seeking it, you know, seeking... Uh, I mean, we're, I'm working on a project now, just to, not to get too far off, but I'm like, okay, how can I do this project? I, I don't know at all. But then just start Googling and looking for, you know, examples uh, that I can follow. And, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's, you know, that's transparent all over the world. If you talk about biblical, you say you're trying to get to, you know, if you're Christian, you're trying to get to God, you know, you follow the footsteps of Jesus Christ, you know, whatever it is, everyone's talking about following the footsteps of others. So I, I think that, um, yeah, we just have to, no matter what it is, again, just be willing to put it out there and if you want it and figure out how to do it. Definitely a good thing to keep in mind, not only to, you know, soak in the different learning opportunities, but, you know, seek them out. So very good. Yeah. Well, are there... You ended up covering two of the final questions with learning from Bigfoots from afar and then the fictional Bigfoots as well. And so my, I wanted to check in if there been any recent books or any, it could be even like a video or something that really stuck out to you in your mind of a recent lesson or knowledge that you kind of learned about? You know, I, I mean, I always, when I, and I think about, uh, so I'm reading a book right now. I've read it, you know, a few times. It's called 
the world's greatest salesman. It just talks about these different stories and parables from, you know, ancient times of how people were, you know, able to um, not manipulate in a negative way, but but um, to gain, you know, knowledge and awareness and the respect of others that they were willing to follow and, and purchase and do the things that, you know, this greatest salesman in the world uh, uh, would present. You know, uh, there's also, um, you know, naturally, like I talk about the Bible, you know, uh, there are stories, you know, in all of these uh, ancient writings, uh, which apply to our daily lives, whether it be the Bible, the Quran, the, you know, all of these different scriptures, you know, uh, from the past, they are, you know, testimonies and examples of what has taken place. And nothing in my perspective is new, it's all just kind of evolving with, you know, uh, um, you know, different tentacles and all this kind of mm -hmm. stuff. It's all the same, you know. So uh, we can learn at an early age to follow those individuals. Thank you. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll all be successful. So I, uh, one of my favorite movies, which is also one of our partners good movies, is The Matrix. I always watch The Matrix and look at how, you know, you know, uh, Neo's understanding of himself, you know, was, was, uh, it was transformational for, I mean, obviously, because, you know, he transformed into being the one, but it was transformational when the, the, the biggest thing was him believing himself, you know, and without the belief in self, then, you know, uh, nothing else could be achieved. So uh, I think that that's, that's probably one of my favorite movies that I, that I own and look at often and remind myself that, uh, uh, as Marcus Garvey said as well, back in the 1920s, once man or woman comes to feel full realization of him or herself, uh, of what he, she can accomplish, then there's nothing that's impossible. Um, so yeah, those are those are some of the the speakers and books and movies that I I frequent uh, just to uh, replenish myself. Oh, cool. I haven't heard of that book before, so I'll keep that in mind and um, try to check that out a little bit. But um, I have seen The Matrix, and yeah, that definitely gets your mind thinking a lot, at least. That's how I felt after watching it the most recent time. For so sure. That. Yes. Yeah, I love it. That's, I mean, I bought it. Uh, here's another movie I will say. Uh, before when Blockbuster was open, you know, I went to Blockbuster and I said, "Hey, I want this movie, and I'm not bringing it back. So, how much is it gonna cost?" And it's uh, Rudy, the movie Rudy. Mm -hmm. It's down one of my favorite movies in the world, but just his willingness to never give up. I mean, I watch it, and it brings me to tears. So, you know, uh, again, I would encourage Rudy, Matrix, and the greatest salesman in the world. Very good. I Ooh, yeah, another good, great movie right there with Rudy. I know that one yes, hits hard for the ending and yeah. like many other sports movies, but especially that one with, like you said, the whole never giving up mentality and just trying to keep working towards that dream. Exactly. Exactly. That's no, brilliant. No, but this is, I think this is a great, great way to you know, for people to hear, it's like what we're doing, people to hear uh, from different perspectives of how they, 
achieve success, how they make it through each and every day, you know, because it's, it's not easy. Life is not easy, but if you have examples to follow and you believe that you too can, can, can do it. Exactly. Well, with that, there's the last question I really had for this, but uh, you kind of mentioned in there about uh, Pop Nation, some of the work. So I know I have a, like a, a background knowledge of the different projects that you're doing, but like to wrap up this interview with just in your words, some of the projects that you're working on and how people can try to look those up or keep in touch with the different projects that uh, they they can kind of see. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, first with Pep Nation, naturally we're doing uh, virtual. Uh, we, you know, we are a youth service organization, but now we're uh, pushing to create some virtual impact. Uh, Monica's doing a great job supporting us there. So you can find us at uh, pep.tv.inc on Facebook, as well as Pep TV on Instagram. Uh, and you'll be able to see our efforts. Uh, we're working with the, um, a couple of schools here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, as well as some teachers in Newark, New Jersey to uh, really um, uh, not perfect, but uh, uh, promote and, and highlight the best practices uh, when it comes to uh, um, virtual engagement with youth and young adults. So those are really good. So, you know, please check us out. You can also visit us at pepnation.org. Um, and, you know, I have some other things going, but I'll, I'll definitely just continue to promote Pep Nation to the, the best of my ability. And we would love to to get interviews like this from, from uh, those who are watching. If you're interested, we're showing interviews such as this with uh, our schools, um, you know, throughout, throughout the uh, Milwaukee uh, city limits. So we'd love to, uh, to share that, share that as well. I'm sorry, Milwaukee County, I'm Milwaukee City. Very good. I, I know I'm enjoying helping out with those projects and am very grateful to still be able to help out with all the work that you're able to do with giving back to the community at large and to be able to yeah, be, be a, positive role model like you and many others out there so thank you again for joining and again feel free to check out any of those projects on with pep tv and pep nation and hope you have, go, keep going throughout your day and just find those different life lessons and reflect and connect and make those different learning opportunities through there. Right, Thank right. you. True, the episode is over for the interview part. Now, I have included at the end of the episode for the audio-only version some behind-the-scenes reflection from the interview. After I stopped the recording, Culpepper and I chatted a bit about the experience. One of the parts I noticed was how having the goal in mind already at the beginning for the end 
of having a video option along with the audio only option for the episode to share afterwards got me a bit in my head. If you see the video version, you will see me very crunch forward for my concern if the mic would catch enough of my voice and how I was looking on screen. One of the things I am striving for with the interviews is more of a feel of a conversation. This area of growth for this process was evident after hitting stop recording button. I ended up leaning back in my chair and had more of that conversation feel present while chatting with Culpepper then. This area and smoothing out questions will take practice, which I'm looking forward to working on with future guests and even with some practice just interviewing others that may not be episodes in the future or there could be that potential. Eventually, it will feel less like a formal sort of a manner and more like a conversation with people I know and get to know. That's all for now. Until next time, thanks for listening.